So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here. And yeah, I said afternoon. First podcast ever done after 8 p.m. Yeah. And so Maisie's not with me. I'm going to get her. She's been running around at a farm all day. She goes there twice a week. So she's excited. It's her big, big run days. So I'm going, venturing out to pick her up. March break around the corner. Two weeks of March break in BC versus one in Ontario. It's good or bad, depending how you look at it. A lot of parents are maybe indifferent. Some are like, oh my God, two weeks of the kids, what do I do? Um, the teachers work less in Ontario, sorry, in BC than they do in Ontario. I think we saw a thing that was like 11 days less. I don't know what that means, but kind of goes with the territory. Uh, BC versus Ontario. Goes with that narrative. Um, so we're heading to Las Vegas for a week, taking our kids, six and seven-year-old boys. You might be like, that's a crazy town, Wiley. What are you doing? Why are you taking them to Sin City so early, corrupting them? Well, you know what? We're not a family to go sit on a beach for a week. We got to move and shake, golf, hike, awesome restaurants, you know, shows, hockey games, magician shows, comedy shows, all family-friendly stuff. There's so much to do in Vegas. There's a little mini museum, or sorry, amusement park. There's a water park. Um, so there's lots of stuff to do. And a lot of it's the food. I'm not a big all-inclusive guy. Uh, the food, for the most part, even that five-star stuff, it's just not my jam. I prefer going to Vegas and picking out good meals every night. So anyways, that's my spiel. That's not what we're talking about today. But the reason I'm doing an afternoon podcast as opposed to a morning one is this. I had a call with a broker today and we were running through a scenario I'm going to walk you through. And it just brought up so many memories and feelings of stuff I went through when I was switching brokerages or choosing the right brokerage. And it just got me to thinking like, wow, there's a lot of stuff. And I've talked to a bunch of brokers now in this scenario where they're looking for the right brokerage or they're at one and they're not sure if it's the one. Um, so I want to share my thoughts with this because hopefully this will be like a reality check for you. Okay, so first off, this show is sponsored by Iced Americano. One second, please. Afternoon, I don't know. I can't drink. It's nicer. I can't drink hot coffee in the afternoon. So, okay. So when I was switching, I, I've been, I don't know, four brokerages maybe. Something like that, four, five, four, something like that. Sort of have my own now, a brokerage within a brokerage, TLC National. Uh, no complaints. Everything's great. Uh, but when I was looking, I interviewed with some places, and this just having this conversation with a broker brought back so many memories, and I was like, oh, man. So I just want to share some points here. It might be all over the place, but I'll bring a full circle. It will make sense. Okay? I ultimately, after my time at certain brokerages, most of them, I felt, definitely in my earlier days, I felt a little uh, discouraged. I felt like they maybe let down their end of the bargain. And when I reflected back on it, halfway through my journey in this career, 
I reflect it back. It wasn't so much that they let me down or did a bait switch. It was that I had very unrealistic expectations for what that brokerage would do for me. Okay. I sort of, you go and you talk to these brokerages and their job is to sell. They're, most of them are just really good salespeople. And they have their spin on this and that and the tech and the training and the underwriting. We have lenders and the splits and it's like all sounds sexy and you leave feeling wanted. And then you go, this is going to change my business. So you get there and one month, two months, three, four months later, your business hasn't changed much. And you start to point the finger, or at least I did, but I know other brokers do this. You start to necessarily point the finger at the shop you're at. Kind of like, ah, well, they told me I would be doing this. I kind of, even though they never laid out and said, hey, we're going to double your business. We're going to triple your business. We're going to bring you business. No one says that directly, but they insinuate some things when you do talk to them because they're very good at massaging points and sales where you leave there with the impression that your business is going to thrive being at that brokerage versus where you're at. Okay. And so I had that opinion a couple times and then got there. I was like, shit, the grass definitely isn't greener here. And it wasn't because they lied to me. It's because I interpreted how I wanted to. At the end of the day, the only one who's going to move the needle in my business is me. And this is me telling you the harsh reality is there's only a couple things you need to look for in a brokerage because you're not going to a brokerage because of tech. I'm telling you right now, there's not a piece of tech that's going to change your business. Most of the tech out there, you could go get on your own. You don't need to be at a specific brokerage, but no brokerage. You're not going to come in and plug your business in and the tech's going to take over. And all of a sudden you've doubled your business and you're working less hours. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. You're lying to yourself and other people are lying to you if they're telling you that. So you can throw the tech out the window. That's not going to be there. Now, like it's going to be there. Every shop has obviously certain tech they offer that you can plug into, but the tech isn't going to change your business. It might help you a little here and a little there, depending if you use it right, depending if none of the tech that people tell you about, they tell you 12 things. You might actually use two or three of them and probably don't even have to use the two or three. You could have probably kept on using one that you're using wherever you are. Okay. So please don't get bamboozled or caught up in the idea that this certain tech at a certain brokerage will just revolutionize your business. Doesn't happen that way, right? Your business won't move the needle in your business won't move if you're not picking up the phone, if you're not sending text messages, if you're not going after your the right avatar, if you're not coming to them with the right call to actions, the right conversion tools, if your discovery call is shit, if you just try to work with everybody under the sun, if you're grumpy, if your communication sucks, you can have the best software in the world, but your business isn't going to change, right? That's the stuff that moves the needle. It's you. It's what's inside you. It's what you do when you wake up in the morning, you put your pants on and you show up at your office or you make conscious decisions about what you're going to do that day. That's what's going to move the needle. Okay. So here's the thing that I think is important. The brokerage you're going to go to the tech, in my opinion, it's a wash everywhere. It is a wash and people will argue with me on that. Sure. So be it. I've tried them all. It's a wash. That's my opinion, right? Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? My podcast. <laughs> podcast. My podcast. My opinion. Okay. So I think, importantly, you need to be cut into volume bonuses. Okay. Broker I was talking to earlier wasn't cut into volume bonuses. Didn't even know they existed. 
that's a whole nother podcast where people are getting shaken down in our industry and it's actually quite embarrassing um, I'm not going to go on that rant I really want to but I'm not going to because um, I, I respect your time and I want to stay focused on this um, but you need to be able to make sure you got the lenders you get you want access to you're at the volume bonus tiers you're at and you get access to those volumes so if 120 beeps come in you get 120 beeps minus your split okay so that's one that should be the same across the board you need to trust the people you're working with right so the broker owner if you got a, a weird feeling in your stomach like follow that there's way too many shops out there that are, are run very well so you can't sell it. so you got to just trust you got to go with your instinct i personally would interview people who have left right i'd interview a couple that are there but more importantly the ones that left get their opinion um so access to lenders volume bonuses access to volume bonuses you got to trust the people do some due diligence on them and their character right make sure their payroll's tight and talk when you're asking people talk about payroll like has there been inconsistencies how consistently do you get paid do you have to fight for it do you have to track yourself like kind of that stuff okay very important someone is there a training program is there this is there that to be honest i don't know a brokerage that has training programs that are actually going to teach you how to go get business how to convert the business how to handle the discovery call how to handle objections how to like there'll be ones out that bring lenders into teaching guidelines but to learn the nuances of being a broker essentially to get mentor some shops are going to have it but at the end of the day you're not the priority let's call it what it is you're not there's going to be someone running their own book who might be mentoring three four five ten people their book is their own priority you and your time is so you can't go somewhere thinking someone's going to hold your hand to the promised land and you know all you there's going to teach you everything there's not enough motivation for anyone on this planet to show you everything and spend so much time with you on the mortgage world in the mortgage world there just isn't and why is that well it's dollars and cents right it just doesn't make sense so you have to get that part out of your head that someone's just going to come over and hold you unless you've got a one-on-one relationship with someone big trust and there's something in it for them like those are unicorns that just doesn't come out that often okay so you can't get caught up in a mentorship program and a training program if you're brand new maybe different story there's certain brokerages that are set up actually for sure there's because scott's brokerages that they're set up for newer agents with the training in that okay i'm talking i'm not talking brand new because that like that's a whole other conversation where to go as a brand new broker whereas where you should go when you're doing 15 20 30 40 million right you want to make sure you're getting a competitive split split isn't everything but it's sure hell a lot right i've left shops moved over my business didn't change and i had an extra 40 50 grand in my pocket for doing nothing right so you can't tell me that the shop doesn't matter or sorry the split doesn't matter right so because for me 1000% did in certain scenarios when i got to bring over my lenders there okay so that nothing changed for me so coming back let's summarize that sorry i'm the reason i'm, I'm kind of driving i might take the wrong turn pick mazy up so that's why you might be like hey ryan you sound like you're yeah it's because i'm trying to find my dog some farm out in Kelowna town it's like farmland out here a lot of spots so i'm going to take a, a larry and go here and just hope this brings me and then just start yelling her name out here soon
Oh, I'm kidding. But um, so access to lenders, that should be non-negotiable. You just got to like, that's common sense. You need to make sure the lenders you want to work with now and moving forward, you can bring your own relationships if you can. You want to make sure you can submit to lender yourself. I've heard some shops don't allow you. Even on your 100th deal, you can't. Well, why is that? Because they're hiding stuff from you. Okay, so you got to be able to submit on your own. Otherwise, they're the mid- person in the middle and you're wasting time on every file. Right? You feel me? So you got to submit your own access to lenders, access to volume bonus. You got to trust them. And all the other stuff's a bonus. If they have a mentorship program, great. If you're doing 20, 30 million, there's only so much someone's going to be able to move the needle for you in your business because it's just not worth, worth their time. But teaching a new agent, well, they can teach a couple things pretty easy there. But to get your business from 30 to 60 million, that's a different skill set. You're probably going to have to go out. You're definitely have to go outside the brokerage and start paying some high-end coaching firm, right? You absolutely will do that. So I was under the impression, this is what I don't want you to, to do. I don't want you to go, if you, you're thinking of going to another brokerage, which is fine. When you go talk to people, I don't want you leaving with the impression that your business is now going to be saved and having these unreal expectations for that brokerage that ultimately they're just not going to be able to step up with and you're going to feel like they failed you when in all reality the answer was right in front of the mirror looking in the mirror and the answer's right there right you don't need to be hooked up to all this other stuff now there's one big let's call it asterisk here the big asterisk is what about culture right that's going to mean different things to different people I've been a part of some brokerages where their culture was phenomenal, but it just wasn't my jam. Dress up in a suit, come downtown, we're going to hobnob it, we'll have nice dinners, we'll have schwanky parties, we'll wear our ties, we'll drink scotch, and we'll be like, hey, not my thing. Loved the guys, loved what they were doing, not my jam, didn't want to pay a premium to be part of that. Right? So I went my other way. So you might be part of something where they do a lot of charity work. And where they have an office where you can go to and you see the whites of their eyes and you guys can sit and shoot the shit, compare notes, pretend you're working when you're really not. That might be important to you. Well, if that's important to you, that's, that's put, you got to put that on your list, right? Culture is not important to me. I, I'm in my office, one man band with my wife, my friend Craig, another agent. Like, I don't need to be in an office. That's not important to me. I'm not paying a premium on a split to have access to that. My culture i create is with my family and my friends that's the culture i build and i go to work i get it done i'm super efficient and i get out okay so that that's me though that's just how i'm wired i'm not i'm that lone like that one guy that just wants to do mortgages basically like i don't want to go out and shoot the shit with people about nothing and i don't want to come in and meet three lenders talk about products with stuff and i don't want to come out to like that's just not me i don't want to go to the big events I don't, want to, I don't want to do that. And to do that with a lot of brokerages, it costs them money to put all that on. So you pay for it ultimately in your split. Okay, so you got to be cognizant of that. Right? So for me, if I was going to a brokerage, the stuff that I look for, I'm just going to summarize again because it's very important. I'm not leaving any meeting with anybody with the thought process of, oh man, you're going to save my business or you're going to take me to the next level. If I do that, I'm just lying to myself, right? And they're never ultimately, they're never going to be able to fulfill that. Ever, ever, ever. Never. It's all me. I'm the one cold calling. I'm the one getting in front of realtors. I'm the one solving problems. I'm the one with the stress on my shoulders. 
No one's coming to help. Brokerages, especially the people who are mentoring you that, they're making thousand a month off you, two thousand, whatever it is. There's not where they could go turn around a file of five thousand bucks. Like nobody's gonna be doing that, unfortunately. Okay? So I need to know I know all the money that's coming in. I need to know when I'm getting paid. I need to make sure it's fair. I know everyone's gotta eat. So if you need to make money off this, I get it. You gotta make money. Um, I need to know that like if I'm spending 150 bucks a month, where's it going? Um, I need to know that you're a good person. I need to know that I can control all my data. I can brand myself accordingly, right? If that's not the case, if you need me to be Ryan at abcmortgages.com, that tells me you don't have my best interests at heart. You're, you're in it for you and you have that right because you're a business owner. That's not my jam. If I want to leave and you don't give me all my database, all my files, everything, all my data from whatever um, software, I, my submission platform we use, that tells me you don't have my interest at, at heart. Right? That tell, and you're being a business owner, but that's the terms. You, As long as you lay those terms out for me, I live with it or I don't. I'll choose not to live with that. So those are just some important things for me. Um, so I wanted to put this out there because I know there's a ton of you that your business probably isn't where you want it to be and you're looking for solutions instead of actually doing the hard work. You're thinking a change of scenery is going to take you to the promised land in your business. And I'm here to tell you that's not the case. It's not the case. So don't let someone else fool you that that's the case either or don't you fool yourself that that's how it's going to go down. Okay? So I wanted to share that. Hopefully that resonates with some of you. Um, Because let's be honest, no one's going to tell you this stuff. Definitely not on a podcast. (laughs) Not going to happen. And so keep this in mind. The people you're talking to, majority of them have great intentions. The broker owners, great intentions. And it becomes competitive when they know you're out there looking. If you're the right place for them or not, a lot of them are just like, I don't want to lose. It's my nature to win. My sales hack goes on. I'm going to tell you why this and this will help your business and we'll automate this and we'll help you with this and I'm always going to be around for this and we've got help with that. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not the case. It's not the case. It's not sustainable. It's not a model that is sustainable for anyone. It's just not. Not that's going to take your bit. Maybe nurture your business and help you. You're doing 30. We'll help you. We're not going to fuck you over and we'll give you, we'll support you on some things. But to change your business, like, quite dramatically, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Okay, so there you go. I'm heading up a mountain. So hopefully I have reception on this. You can hear me, right? Um, But there you go. There you go, kids. Um, Hopefully that helps. Five texts a day. Um, You know, shoot me a Facebook message if any of this resonates with you. All right, peace out. Bye. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.